0: Hey there, this week we're having a bit of technical difficulties with the audio, so you might notice that it's a bit distorted. If you can't stick with us through technical difficulties, can you even call yourself a real fan? Anyways, for those of you who are still here, enjoy the episode.
1: this is objectively the greatest yeah. podcast you've ever listened to gotcha. and if you don't think it is stop listening we don't want you get out we don't want your ratings we,
0: yeah. if you don't want to hear <clears> Sam burp to start off an episode
1: <laughs> you're a fake fan
0: leave I heard Joe you were in the kitchen yesterday too during I was in the kitchen uh, at the party Sure. And I heard like the greatest piece of news like oh, the greatest piece of news <laughs> like it was it was golden never did I expect us to have this kind of influence. I knew I knew I knew some people would listen to our podcasts. No I didn't. Like, like I mean either. I knew it had five stars, <laughs> but I'd to be like two ratings. <laughs> now would they apply it to their relationships? Never did I think so. In fact I begged God for them not to I did
1: actually I have a I have a friend who listens to our episode on Catholic okay. dating. Before she started dating her now boyfriend hey. for for advice, wow, oh, and I think that it's working out
0: for them. That, there you go. Well, this, this this couple here, the 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 man listened to our our podcast episode. I don't know which one it was, um, but he listened to it, and he he goes up to his girlfriend and he goes, um, so I was listening to this podcast, and and these guys were talking about just like honesty and openness in the relationship and how that's good and healthy and, and she, she just like stops and goes what podcast was it <laughs> and he's like uh, trophy husband has- <laughs> <laughs> now I love, I love that story <laughs> and this might just be based on Sam's retelling of the story the mm-hmm. only thing I would say is just next time, like, say it with your chest. You know, like, have some confidence. Great. Right. The mm-hmm. Trophy Husbands podcast told me to do that. Thank you very much. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. this man wants to be a trophy husband. Sounds like it. He's Same well story. on his way, yeah, I would say. I, think so. <clears throat> I bet whatever our competition is at the end of this episode, I bet he would win it if he was in this room. Let us disciple
1: you into trophy husbandry. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. So yeah. Um, Speaking of the worst thing ever. Joe, what's our, uh, our coffee? So today we're we're trying a new thing, all right? So today we're gonna have three, like we've never had three segments before. I guess today (laughs) we're having six segments, and the first three are dedicated to what we think caused the collapse of society. Each one of us is gonna pitch pitch the others on our idea. (laughs) And maybe, maybe at the end we're gonna throw a poll out or something, mm-hmm. and you guys can say which one you think is the oh, most like correct. That. That's a good idea. Um, or just, are just what do we think is ruining the world? And mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. what we're talking about today. And mm-hmm. I'm gonna say, ten minutes sounds fair. What? Ten minutes each. Is it just like a why? ten, why? ten minutes Why is there six segments? Because then we have our three segments at the end. Yeah. Oh, which oh, we yeah. always do. Right. That's perfect. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um. I think the collapse of society dates back to the nineteen thirties and forties mm. with the microwave oven. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that anybody has ever put better
1: words to what I've been feeling in my heart for so long. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and here's here's
0: why. Alright. So it's the thirties. You're greatly depressed mm. and you're mm. About to be in a war, maybe that you don't know about. You just bought you stock did. in Bed Bath and Beyond. You just bought stock in Bed Bath and Beyond. <laughs> sounds like my high school experience. <laughs> <laughs> really impressed about stock in Bed Bath and Beyond <laughs> <laughs> like, to go war. Uh, that sounds. That sounds more like your brother. But we anyways, do, we do have nuclear threats from Russia. Well. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> anyways, like a chump, you're cooking your steaks in uh, a. On a barbecue, maybe, or uh, in a pan, maybe. And then this other guy, this guy comes up to you, and he's like, what if I told you you could put your steak in this magic box <laughs> and just leave it there for a few minutes? <laughs> Who the guy was cooking a steak in a microwave? That was the example in no! Wikipedia.
1: Yeah, that's so nasty. You
0: could put a steak in a microwave <laughs> for a few minutes, pull it out, to perfection. I imagine that's how he sold it to them. It's the, it, is there any, you know, charring? Is there any, like, you know, that nice crispy state? No. It's just meat that has been fried by invisible light waves. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to say that this is causing the collapse of society because, you know, that was a moment to go, wow, that was so quick and efficient also this tastes like garbage <laughs> and is mm. not good at all <laughs> except we didn't and we kept using them to the fact that now i have a new apartment and i'm like oh, there's no microwave in here i can't mm. easily reheat mm. up things like it's so hard to preheat an oven and put my food in it and have it coming out crispy and edible instead of mush <laughs> and garbage mush and rubber
1: it's like the, yeah. you know when, you know those little kids' toys where they have like a plastic egg and a plastic yes. apple, and that's what happens when you put your food in the microwave. Yes. Can I be honest? I had a, when I
0: was on that, one of the guys I was with, he showed me a, a hack for a quick morning. And it was he would crack an egg into a mug, cover the mug, put it in the microwave for one minute, and, oh, and it cooks the hack. egg, and right. he pulled it out. And can I be honest? On one hand, I was like, whoa, dude, that's super cool. It's so fast and speedy, and you're ready on time. I felt dirty eating that egg. <laughs> I felt like a sick mongrel eating <laughs> that. It just, I, I felt sick raw. Mongrel. It felt bad. And so that's what I'm saying. All of the craziness and the I need it now make Jeff Bezos rich attitude and all that came when we were like, you know what? We're, we're willing to compromise on good food for time wow. with a microwave. Oh man,
1: I, you're speaking to my heart. Mm. I feel loved. <laughs> um, <clears throat> that wasn't for the goal, but I'm glad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you ever heard of the slow food movement? No, I'm really into this because I'm a hippie. You are. Um, <clears throat> more and more every day. Yeah, it's, the it's true. true. Like I drink the oat milk. And... My Instagram bio says vegan meat is murder. Even though, I'm like I don't well, no, you just I protested. Love, you just protested cooking steak in the microwave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not a vegan. It was deer. I don't care that you killed that animal, but
0: cooking it in the microwave. <laughs> I have a
1: friend that's vegetarian because I, uh, I don't know, he's like allergic to meat or something, huh? and um, I don't know the full story. He said, <laughs> "I'll kill a deer. I just won't eat it." <laughs> <laughs>
0: Anyway, the vegans also, hate him. <laughs> <laughs> I've been seeing ads about this guy. <laughs> um, so the slow
1: food movement was a thing that came about in the eighties. Um, I think it was mostly like angry Italian restaurant owners. They're always angry about something, but. Um, There's a little racial stereotype in there, Jake. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> is it is it a racial stereotype or an occupational
0: stereotype? Both. There we go. Two birds with one stone. But I guess it's better than flat-out racial, so <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: um, basically, I think McDonald's was starting to take off in Europe. Okay. And people were unhappy about that because of fast food. Mm, so yeah. then this slow food movement came in, where it's like you get your food at the farmers' market and you cook it, and it takes four hours. And I'm
0: all into it. That's that's what I do now. Nice. Yeah, when you look at it like from a societal <laughs> standpoint, I think. Like, when I was in Ireland, if you invited someone for a cup of tea, you had to be ready to have them over for three hours. Yeah. Like, I one... That. I love it. <laughs> it, it, was, it was... It, like, it took such a... It, it takes such a big portion of the day mm-hmm. just to have someone over for tea. And, and that's nice. There's no rush. Like, they leave when they, they want to. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you carve out time and, like you you take it you take that you
1: must have like really good mugs keeps the tea hot for three hours uh-huh. no you just
0: get a you get a mm-hmm. hot drop mm-hmm. you just put hot tea into the cold tea and just oh, yeah that's what it's called that's a hot drop yeah. yeah. I've never been to Ireland before yeah. this is cool I'm like that. you. you have the kettle that's still warm and then like when your tea is getting cold because it's freezing in like church basements or whatever or <laughs> in your house you just like pour a bit more hot tea and it just warms there it up there you go, you there you go.
1: Yeah. Where to go Ireland I mean yeah I'm
0: I'm on board with this theory yeah and I was really pandering you with this one <laughs> <laughs> but, but that is like it, it is European country uh, culture like we yeah. we went to France and we were starving we were starving at like 5.30 we look around for a restaurant they didn't open the restaurants until 7pm. Like, for dinner. That's, That's a war a crime. crime. It's just like, you have your breakfast, you have your your lunch, and you come home from work, and, like, you have time. You have time before mm-hmm. you eat dinner. And dinner is yeah. later in the evening. You, you take time. I've started
1: eating course meals for lunch. Because mm. I'm a hippie. Yes. So, yeah. uh, you know, like, I have, like, a veggie course, and then I have my main, and then I have a cheese course, and then I finish with, like... And orange or something. so weird. Keep going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, it's great. <laughs> it's a great way to eat lunch. Uh, and it you like right on the meat you like mix the <laughs> cheese <laughs> with the
0: orange. Oh, yeah these little charged. stars are swirling around. Him. The screen goes black except Jamie for me under
1: a spotlight and I'm just like fireworks and the hearts everywhere. Yeah. He
0: thinks he eats horse lunches. He actually just takes mushrooms and eats a lunchable. <laughs> Bread from the finest bakery. a <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so
1: I, I have this thing. Um, where was it going? I don't remember. Oh, yeah. My grocery budget has been steadily increasing. In large part because of inflation, mm-hmm. but also because I'm becoming more of a snob. And I'm like, if I think about it, I would rather spend money on, like, what's going into my body and, like, take time to make it, like, good, healthy, enjoyable. I would rather spend money on that than it would want to spend money on, like, what do people spend money on these days? iTunes gift cards. People
0: do that. You know, I you're right, don't know when's the, when the last time I heard someone say iTunes gift cards. Like those words together. <laughs> you know what? Fair enough. You sound pretty anti-microwave then if you're willing to put in all that work to make the food quality. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll say I don't have enough counter space for a microwave, so. <laughs> Do you think that the microwave also kind of <clears throat> took off more with like limited space, and rather than having an oven, no, you would.
1: I don't think so. They show that living spaces have at least doubled per person since the fifties. Hmm. Wow, just. <clears throat>
0: what is your uh, food budget? You won't say that on on tape.
1: Right now, it's four hundred dollars a month for the two of us. Oh, With pregnancy, enough. it's wow. now up to 500. There was oh, a
0: time right. where, where we
1: were doing good on 150 dollars a month. Wow, 150 a month, yeah, for two of us. Wow, that's
0: crazy. That is great. <clears throat> it's now it's it's not that. Oh <laughs> yeah, <so. no>, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're living that. What the hell do you call it? Dink life. Dink, double <laughs> income, no kids. <laughs> 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 uh, the first time I hear that, but that is great. <laughs> uh, James. Alright. <laughs> right, well, that's about 10 minutes. So, that is my case for the microwave. I love it. Alright, which one okay. you 2 going to add? Where, where Actually, is she? We should lock down her scissors. No, 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 no get, the, get the mermaid back. I uh, love um, the mermaid. This is, this is our system. Right. And now. Oh, oh. It's too like a oh, has to kiss Joe. Oh, it's Sam. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Alright. So. Spend the Starbucks. Oh, uh, yes. So, my pitch here is why. Elvis, no, caused Stop. the downfall of society. Them now, now, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> now I love Austin Butler. Now, do, <laughs> do I think that he made fantastic music? Yes, he is, in, he is titled the King of Rock. Yes, makes good music. Do I think that he caused the downfall of society? I think so. Also yes. Also yes, <laughs> because because in all honesty, his hips. This was, this was, the, this was the first experience of people seeing promiscuity on such a scale. Elvis and like the pelvis. Elvis the pelvis, that's what it was. Like, he would thrust his hips on the stage, and, and, like, and people would see that, but they, they would never see, can I be honest? Yeah, I took it's took a rock history class. Yeah, Elvis mm-hmm. figured prominently in, you know, week one right. or whatever. I've seen the clips was of him on TV. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that,
0: that man on stage has got to be the least sexy thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Compared to the modern standards. So the modern standards have so greatly taken like they've taken what Elvis did and like it throughout the years it's been exponential. I'm still so Elvis, to do something less sexy than that. Elvis first started he was famous in nineteen fifty four. Five years later, you have another actress who becomes famous by the name of Marilyn Monroe, mm-hmm. and it's it's from it's it's like these little steps who that like that turn the culture towards like a hypersexual culture, focused on the the uh, focused on the body and focused on like sexuality, to the point where like it's just it's just crazy like you see it everywhere nowadays and like to the point where our perception of what elvis did is like he, he did he barely did anything you're
1: desensitized
0: quite yeah. frankly like if you showed me this if you showed me that clip with no context and i didn't know that what people thought of it and you said on a scale of one to ten how related to sex is yes yeah. no yeah you're right I would say zero. You're right. But if you if you like put if you put them side if you put like say his videos side by side with videos of other artists and every other artist at the time, you would see how much he would stand out. You'd see like, okay, there's something different and the reaction of the crowds and women in the crowds, women like there there are videos of women like fainting at him thrusting. through thrusting did
1: you see his the Did you see the movie? I haven't. I haven't. There's no. a great, there's a fantastic scene. I don't know if I can get it. Me and I really enjoy this movie, uh, but there's a scene where he's like, it's kind of like the first time that he's playing in front okay. of a, like a big crowd, and um they're like, I don't know. He like gets up and he's like really awkward, and he starts like you know jumping around like a crazy person, and <clears> it's hilarious, like. All of the girls in the audience just like start like it's like they can't contain themselves like these shrieks are just bursting out yeah, and all the parents are like freaking out right yeah and like like
0: to, to to the modern eye we're so desensitized to it because like we like what what is shown nowadays is just like uh, to the nth degree worse than what Elvis is. But, like, I think he, he's the one that started, and I think would be, like, the father of the sexual revolution. I think. Wow, that, I think that, that's wrong. <laughs> you think, you think that's wrong?
1: I think Alfred Kinsey is the father of the self, self, Who's that? sexual revolution. Who's that? He was, like, a sex, sexual researcher mm-hmm. in, the, in the 1960s, and uh, his, a lot of his work led to, like, modern-day pornography being so, mm. like, okay. accepted. Mm. But... Now, nobody's heard of him. So, maybe, so can maybe really on, be the father uh, of it? Maybe on a PR level.
0: Right. So, like, on a media mm. level. Right. Like, you have the king of rock. You have, you, like, he is plastered everywhere. Everyone <laughs> listens. This is room. wasted all over town. He's, like, everywhere. He's Everyone doing. listens to his music. <laughs> and then you see him, like... <laughs> thrusting his <laughs> hips everywhere. Not everywhere, obviously, because like, they were just like, it's true, with, like, hip motions. Like, your hip
1: thrusting definitely causes my brain to shut down.
0: Right? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. And and like, I think, that, <laughs> <laughs> the fact that I just agreed with that, of <laughs> course. Um, but I think like, now, maybe I have to be more specific, because the idea of moving your hips is in 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 North America, that was new with Elvis, but in other parts yes, of the world, it sure it. now okay, so maybe maybe my my we mm. said our it's our society. Oh, so our I, society. Think it's, I think okay. you're fair. I just man, I know what you're saying is correct because I know mm. the reaction to all of this. Yeah. yeah, it's just boggling to me. I I cannot. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things where I'm like, I'm positive if I was there, I still wouldn't have felt the same way. Right. Like, even though like a lot of people say that and they're usually wrong, <clears> but <throat> I just I don't get it. Yeah. You don't get. And I feel you know, like I, I feel mean. like I wouldn't have gotten it then. I don't get it now. Because mm-hmm. I see other things and I'm like, I see, I see the lines you're drawn to get right. to where we are now. Mm-hmm. That one, I don't get it, but. Because mm-hmm. I don't even know if he intended it to be sexual. I think it was. I'm pretty sure he stole it from Forrest it. Gump, right? Isn't that the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah?
1: Remember that scene? Which came first, Forrest Gump or Elvis? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: and Tom Hanks is in that Elvis movie. Mm, it's cool. yes. I think yeah. Hanks
0: verse. Uh... Hanks verse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I can you no.
1: Know, I def. I definitely can see
0: you the, the draw that
1: you're making mm-hmm. now here's a question mm-hmm. why did the sexual revolution lead to the downfall of society if the sexual revolution was triggered
0: by Elvis, which then led to the downfall of society ah, ah mm-hmm. okay right mm-hmm. I think it just like created such a, a fixation on sexuality and, and like, okay I think, that, I and, think that, and, and finding our identities in right. sexuality because I, I think that that's a bad thing but yes. why do you think that it's a bad thing that's exactly why I think that <clears throat> our identities are not tied to sexuality. Right. So the, so then it's like, but there's a hyperfixation. I think that our identities
1: are tied to sexuality. Oh, okay. not on yes. the same level as other things. Yes. Okay. Of a yeah. higher importance.
0: Are like we were saying identity. earlier. Yeah. Okay. A week ago. <laughs> we might have to remind the, the listeners what exactly from a week ago. Oh, we were yeah. just saying about how, like, your identity as a child of God um, Yes, and as an individual, like that is your primary identity, Mm -hmm. even before son or daughter of God, or yeah, any other aspect of your identity. The fact that 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 you are a child. That's what we're saying. Yeah.
1: So yes, yeah, the displacement of
0: sexual identity in terms of like order of priority. That makes sense. I'm pretty sure Tamagotchi's kicked off the sexual revolution but <laughs> I hear where you're coming from. Now now I don't I don't think that Elvis
1: That's <laughs> such a visceral thought
0: <laughs> No, I don't think I don't think that Elvis had ill intentions uh, and like was like ah yes, this will cause this will, <laughs> this, this will cause the collapse of society, or this, will cause, like, <laughs> this will cause like this will cause like ravenous like just ravenous. I don't know, just like obsession with his hits. um, <laughs> but like I think it was an accident mm. of oh, what that what is a- very interesting. A- <clears throat> I am willing to tentatively agree with you. Wow. Now, you you raised the point that, <laughs> that someone else would be the father of the sexual revolution. And, like, nice. someone has also said... I believe a... I also raised that point. Yes, Tamagotchi. Yes. Senor Tamagotchi. <laughs> Senor <laughs> Tamagotchi. I <laughs> don't you know. Headmaster Tamagotchi. <laughs> but, like...
1: I also, <laughs> You know what? That does sound like the father of the sexual <laughs> <organization. laughs>
0: Anyways, you have thir- 35 seconds to make your last point. Oh, well, I don't have enough to, Like, I've heard that other people have been, uh, like, okay. have been, like, kind of blamed for or just, like... Placed. Marilyn Monroe, James Dean. Madonna, yes. Yeah. yeah, like, that they've played all... They've all played a part. I think... Mm, the reason why i commit to elvis is because it's the first mainstream right kind of source where you see this happening very interesting yeah right, yeah but that's that's uh Thank you, yeah. nine
1: minutes and 59 seconds yeah. nice. okay this is my pitch and it—it's uh, not as ridiculous as your guys's. Although,
0: sorry, what? Ridi- sorry, ridiculous on the surface, very deep on the on the deepness. Tamagotchis are from the devil. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. So
1: I think what triggered the, the collapse of society uh, is the fact that we have lost the art of debate. Um, and I think like what I mean by that is <clears throat> I was reading recently about the history of debate and where it came from Mm. and it kind of has its roots in like ancient Greco-Roman thought Um, and the idea was in a public square all of these people would come together with different ideas share their ideas and as part of a creative process collaboratively come to a better (laughs) idea than the one that they all came in with Mm. so that was the whole idea of debate you come to a debate actually aiming to change your idea Mm. but you're presenting one piece of it as if it's like a part of a greater truth that you will discover through collaboration with other people. Mm. These days, what I see happening when people debate is this kind of, this is my idea, this is your idea, my idea is right, screw you, and we're just going to battle it out, right? Right. Whoever is more aggressive...
0: Shut up, you're wrong. Okay. Exactly. (laughs) You lost the debate. (laughs) 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 But
1: yeah, whoever is more aggressive, or even whoever is more logical. And, And I actually, like, I think... If all debate is about is just coming across as more logical to the other person, even if you're making a logical point that is the correct opinion over the other one, you're missing out on the opportunity to improve mm-hmm. your knowledge and understanding. Does that make sense? Yeah,
0: absolutely. I, I agree. Um, well, maybe not with your overarching statement, because I have my own opinion. Mm-hmm. Give us <laughs> <I can't laughs> <with> the tips. <laughs> but but I do I do understand the premise, and it is a very concerning premise. Good debate word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I do understand like the how it's very concerning to our society.
1: I see a lot of like polarization,
0: right? Like, mm-hmm.
1: there's like this is my side and your side, and like I like I started calling myself apolitical recently just because I think it's ridiculous. <laughs> I think it's like I, just more and more and more. I think I think that to call yourself the left wing or right wing is just to do a disservice to like democracy. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, because of how messed up it's gotten,
0: yeah. It's it's like in like for politics, you've like we have like engraved certain behaviors and certain ways of life to political parties, mm-hmm. and everyone associates those ways of life to political parties. When like political parties started off, at least in Canada, I know I know this because like I've studied our country. And okay. And like, but like in Canada, so <laughs> room for one on this podcast. <laughs> in Canada, political parties started off as like business oriented. It was only ever about business. Like, conservatives wanted internal business um, to, fo- uh, to to foster internal businesses, and liberals wanted to kind of expand and look outwards to bring in business. And so, like, if you look at, like, the, the Ontario Conservative Party, they wanted to do business in Ontario. Mm-hmm. And the Liberals wanted to go to the States and do business with the States. That's what it was supposed to be. Right. It was never supposed to be, like, okay, if you're Conservatives, then you believe this checklist of things. Mm. And if you're Liberal, then you can't agree with the uh, the Conservatives because you believe in this checklist of things. Right. But now, like, and it's caused this, like, polarization. And, like, the fact that you can't debate anymore Yeah, like with people I actually feel like that's what happens on this podcast
1: is debate in a healthy way like mm-hmm. we come in to talk about an idea and then we share those ideas and at the end of it I feel like we come to a conclusion that's better than what we had before so if you're listening to this podcast and you want to know how to debate listen to us we are the experts yeah. we know everything have, five stars. if you have any other ideas of how to debate you are wrong mm-hmm. <laughs> we think you're dumb mm-hmm. and we hate you I'm <laughs> throwing a lot of abuse at the microphone today <laughs> uh,
0: unless you rate us five stars in which case we love you you're perfect never change you are welcome in this place <laughs> when do you think this happened if you had to pick oh. a time
1: wow that's a really good question I would guess maybe like The fifties? Why? Mm. Um, I think that was when you started seeing populist politics, like Mm. post World War II. actually, you know, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the eighties. I'm gonna go with Reagan, because I think that was when you really started to see that that Reagan caused a problem (laughs) at all. (laughs) (laughs) I I, like as an apolitical person, (laughs) I both like and dislike things that Reagan did. Um, I think like around that time is when you started to see like um the rise of like even like the 24-hour news cycle um and sort of this like growing divide between republicans and democrats my my understanding was that like the point of a two-party system uh is that the two would keep each other in check not that one is better than the other but that conservatives or, or republicans are meant to like preserve um, the good and the traditional and the beautiful in our society whereas the liberals are meant to ask how can or the, the liberals or the democrats like how can we progress as a society to become mm-hmm. better than we are right now both both equally important right like St. Yes. Augustine says like ever ancient ever new um, mm-hmm. so how can we like move
0: forward without losing what was good and and yeah. just building on it instead right I hear that what about preserve the worst mm-hmm. things while also saying how can we get even worse? That's a great, that's a great theory. Thank you. Wow, you're eloquent with debate right now. <laughs> 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 <And> you just allowed <laughs> <awesome> him <laughs> to say that. And <laughs> you gave that. I'm the kind of, I'm kind of, it's just kind like, I just love you all. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Also, I'm right. And he's right. This is a safe space. <laughs> ah, relativism. <laughs> 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 uh, Or different parts of the whole idea. Oh, that's true, that's true. I like I know did I cut you off? I feel like I cut you off. No. Oh okay. I had a conversation with Kate recently where she she was like she was talking to me. Kate Kate is Sam's uh, sugar mama. Well my fiance. Uh, yes, (laughs) my sugar mama. Sugar fiance. (laughs) Um, where we we're having an argument and we had different opinions and I'm I'm able in a conversation to um, use logic to explain it's like I like logically explain my argument. Um, and Kate needs to kind of take time, sit with her thoughts, and then she's able to formulate her thoughts fully. But when we're having like a back and forth conversation, she doesn't have that time. And mm-hmm. so often what ends up hap- what ends up happening is that I'm able to explain my argument or my, my, my opinion with logic and then she's not. And so, and so, like, right. it, she feels that, like, I, I, I don't, like, listen to her in that time, but, like, it's, and she feels that, like, she, like, not that she loses, um, arguments, but that she, like, is unable to, to fully converse in that time. Right. And do you think that, that plays?
1: Yeah. Well, I think it's, I think it's, like, a heart posture, right? Like, are you coming into a conversation right. willing to be wrong, mm-hmm. not even like I, I actually don't even think that that's right. Are you willing to come into a are Are you able to go into a conversation, willing to accept that you don't have the full answer, right? Um, because you might be right on some things, you might be wrong on some other things. Mm-hmm. Um, oh shoot, I had a I had a whole thought, I had a whole juicy thought. That's okay, we'll move on.
0: And like maybe like the fact that everything is online and so digitalized. Digitized. digitized, digitized, Digimon. Digimon. <laughs> do you do you think that like because everything is so fast paced, like there's so many arguments that happen on Facebook, Instagram, like wherever, yeah. Twitter, like do you think that that plays a
1: part? I think I think definitely. This is this is the thought that I had. Um, I used to work for a company called Glass Canvas, mm-hmm. amazing company, and one of their core values was co-innovate to find the best solution. Mm. And the whole idea is, it's they, they said it's not about the best idea winning. It's, we all come together with a piece of, yeah. you know, the right answer, and together arrive at the right solution. And um, platforms like the ones you just mentioned, like they don't give room for that. It's like you got a sound bite boom! Like there's no context, there's no human interaction, and so all of the, like really, that's what it is. All of the creativity is stripped from debate, mm-hmm. um,
0: and it just becomes like a logic fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like. That word there, like creativity, yeah. like the creative element of it, of like, we are building something, which yeah. is awesome. Yeah. And just to say, when, like, I think, like, for, for me, one thing that I have to learn, I, I mentioned what happened with Kate, and I think one thing that I have to learn is just like, all right, like, I, I'm able to, to, to get get my thoughts across, but to give take Kate time, yeah. that time too. And like, that's, that's one way that I can grow. And just be like, okay, like, let's, let's actually converse. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's his time. <laughs> That's his time. All right. So, uh, we can, I'll give a thing about that at the end. Segment time. Do you have an article, James? I do. Uh, I, I just had it. Once again, it doesn't have to be an article. You, know, you can, you can get creative if you want to.
1: But... Oh yeah. Okay. I found an article. <clears throat> nice. It's in the Atlantic, as always. (gasps) (laughs) I'm a sound effects person. Anyways. (laughs) It's called A Gnarly New Theory About Saturn's Rings. Um, And the whole idea of the article is that um, there's a theory that there was actually another moon in Saturn's orbit, but the gravitational pull of Titan, which is Saturn's biggest moon, messed with the orbit of this moon, and it became like elliptical and it became so elliptical that it actually shredded itself against Saturn um <clears throat> broke off into a bunch of tiny pieces flattened itself into a disc and is now Saturn's rings snap uh, cool article
0: <laughs> <laughs> Where am I going? I was there was nothing more to say It was like yeah nice <laughs> Okay, yeah, go for it. Okay, so, for for mine this week, it's witches. So, Ooh. um... I, I disagree. <laughs> uh, everyone's kind of heard of, like, the Salem witch trials, like or has heard of that term. There weren't, like, that many... Me- like, when you think about, like, women who were accused of witchcraft, yes, it's a lot. It was around, like, a hundred. It was around a hundred. I don't know the, the specific numbers. But, like... Everyone's heard of that, but no one's really heard about like witchcraft uh, accusations in Europe beforehand. And I like I was doing some research, and it was there's six hundred thousand women were burned at wow. the stake oh my during goodness. medieval time for witchcraft, and it's just wow. like no, this is, like for me when I hear witch witchcraft, I'm like oh the Salem witch trial, and then like that's it. But, like, Europe has a hiss stop
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's wild, though.
0: That's... Lord have mercy. Yeah. Crazy. All right, so we're talking about the decline of our society. So I'm going to give you today the Tenet soundtrack. Oh. Really good. Um, Obviously, that's a certain type of music for a certain time. You know, maybe it's your study music. Could be workout music. I could see that working well. It's very heavy, very intense. Really good though. It's uh, great sound by Ludwig Göransson. He's just doing everything these days. It's classic. He's doing sitcoms. He's doing The Mandalorian. He's doing Black Panther, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. Uh, I think he did. I think he did. Like he did this, like the score, and then yeah. Kendrick had like the soundtrack of like other stuff, like All the Stars and all that stuff. Um, yeah, just really good. And it's an apocalyptic movie. And uh felt right, so that's what we, that's what I got. Ten out of ten, nice, nice one. one. Ten it out of ten. Ten it out of ten. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. that's the whole thing. Do you know what the movie title? Yeah, because it's the ten. It's a, what do you call it? Palindrome. I guess that's a bit of a, a palindrome. Oh, so the fact that and then there's palindrome. Is isn't a palindrome is a travesty. That is a travesty. We should uh, we should come up with a new name for palindrome. Race
1: car. So
0: that is that's it. <laughs> um, make we're gonna put up a thing. Maybe that's it. We'll decide. We'll find out Trophy's husband later. Yeah. We'll uh, put up the poll. Ooh. You pick whose case for the collapse of our society you like the most: the microwave, Elvis's thrusting hips, <laughs> or. A loss of the ability to debate. You let us know. I love it. All right. From three of us, we're hippity hopping back <laughs> off on the trophy case. <laughs> <laughs> trophy Husbands is hosted and executive produced by Samuel Wynn, James Pereira, and Joseph Dunham. Sound and editing is done by Samuel Wynn. Theme song provided by Jake Duval, found on Instagram at The Groovy Smoothie. All characters and events depicted in this work are fictitious. Any similarity to actual persons living or dead is purely coincidental.